Hey, so as I was doing this recording of uh, my next podcast or episode, um, I just got word today uh, we lost a great, um, a great uh, athlete um, in the basketball world, um, and his uh, we lost Kobe Bryant, um, the retired L.A. Laker, um, only forty-one years old. Um, he, I just got word that he, uh, was in a helicopter crash that did not, he did not survive. Um, and, uh, just horrible news right now, just to kind of get that news. Um, I was actually, uh, just in the middle of actually putting together this, this episode. So I wanted to kind of mention to, to some of you about, you know, just kind of mention it, I guess my, my thoughts on it. So yeah, life um life sometimes uh takes a turn and, and 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 we're interrupted suddenly and uh this is one of the cases in which, you know, uh someone that I I personally would have never thought I would um hear so soon um you know with the life that he has it's very successful and very um just a very successful person in his life. And, uh, not only that with his family and his, his, uh, children as well. From what I understand, he had four children and like I said, only 41 years old, um, had already retired from the game of basketball and, and, and from what I understand, entering into more of business and doing things as far as like, uh, I think a joint venture, uh, venture being a joint venturist capital in the capital, uh, I guess ventures capitalist, I guess. Um, just another number of projects that I, that I, I had been hearing that he was going to be involved in. So it's so sad to hear, um, and how something like this suddenly happens. And again, it's just, um, I just want to, you know, give condolences to, his family and uh, those of you that were, um, you know, followed his career and followed him. I, f- I followed him as well. I was, you know, I was a fan as well. And um, again, I'm, I'm going to miss, miss seeing the rest of what his life would have been. And so uh, definitely, definitely, most definitely, I, I'm, I feel so bad right now. Uh, kind of shocking news, to be honest with you. But um wanted to mention that. So that's just my random thoughts um, and that I'm including in this episode. Um, in the meantime, pray for his family, pray for his wife and his children and his entire family. I'm sure, you know, mother and father probably are still living. And uh, just for the rest of the basketball community, I'm sure that at this point, you'll probably hear a lot more news from uh, places like ESPN and 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 other basketball <clears throat> notable basketball players in the league. But uh, yeah, we lost a great one, guys. We we lost a, a great one of the more of a um, I would say not he is a le- he is a legend, but he's more of a legend in in this generation, at least the generation that I have been a part of as well. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm going to miss that guy. Um, he was phenomenal on the court. Um, that's the things that I remember most about him. And, uh, 
again, I, I hate to see someone's life, um, uh, cut short in that, in that degree. And nope, you know, again, this is really sad. So, um, at this moment, like I said, we're going to pray for them and pray for his family and the entire family, extended family he probably has as well. So just wanted to mention that and stay tuned for the next episode of Black Nurse Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? It's your guy, Larry, and you just tuned into Black Nurse Podcast. How you guys doing today? Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, or whatever time you listen to this podcast. So I'm back. I know I have been kind of uh, a <laughs> MIA, missing in action a little bit, but um, um, because I've had uh, different schedule changes and things has been going on in my personal life, um, I've been I've been doing, just doing quite, you know, being busy, being busy. So haven't gone anywhere. Just, uh, haven't been able to, to do some, um, do some recording recordings of episodes as of late. So I'm glad that you, I'm hoping that you guys are hanging in there with me though. Um, so yeah. Um, so this, this, um, episode, I was able to do some segments. So some of the, so the news that I have out is a little bit dated, but, uh, still within the, within this month, and uh, so, as of as of this episode, we had uh, Nintendo had a direct. They had a uh, Pokemon direct. That um, I'm not, you know, I'm not really big on Pokemon as much. But um, those of you that are, um, I think Pokemon Sword and Shield. They had a wonderful um, uh, direct on different things and directions on that game and what you what to be expected out of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And then also um, the the roster for uh 2020 nintendo um will be has already leaked out um some games that will be coming in 2020 um pretty excited about some of them and not to say that we're not getting a direct i think we still are getting a nintendo direct they will be coming um so so look forward to that i will be reporting on that and then also um uh some things some news about comcast uh and also some news about um just Comcast losing customers. Um, Comcast will be, um, is starting to, uh, started to see the significant change of the, the rise of streaming services and, and, uh, on demand services, kind of like your Hulu's and your Netflix and things like that. There's other services that are now coming into the, uh, market that other people are now starting to choose. You know, like say, uh, Apple TV, uh, plus is one of them. Disney plus is another. And along with a host of others, um, we're talking more like NBC's Peacock service, which that hasn't launched yet. But, um, you know, just the rise of, of different choices, um, different choices where people are starting to, <clears throat> starting to take just a different direction on how they stream their television, uh, services and things like that. Live streaming live TV as opposed to cable and satellite. So these, both of these venues are starting to see the change and they're starting to make adjustments. Uh, Comcast per Comcast being one of them is starting to make the change, I believe, um, into 
you know, launching its own um, under the under the company umbrella of NBC. So NBC, you know, like I said, Peacock is going to be the the new service that's coming. Uh, I believe that's coming. And then there's another service that I want to mention called Quibi. Uh, Quibi is a uh, smaller, I would say a smaller type streaming service. We'll be delivering content on there, but it will be direct. It will be only on your smartphone. So this is a service that instead of you watching TV on your regular TV, it will just be on smartphones. And, and the reason why the content is called Quibi, because they consider it like quick bites. That's kind of the name that they get from it. Quick bites of, say, information or movies and things like that. Movies and news. I believe news will be a, a good a, a good venue for this or even sports uh, replays or highlights will be good. Also on Quibi, um, I would I compare it to like um, maybe like an Insta Instagram TV Um or Insta TV, I think they call it. Um, so yeah, so definitely, definitely wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that. If you're interested in that, I'll tell you where to go on that. Um, also the 4k, 4k, uh, fire TV streaming stick is also on sale. So I mentioned a little bit about that, but, um, with everything else for now, um, I just wanted to kind of mention that also keep every, keep, um, uh, Kobe Bryant's family in prayer. Um, we, I just found out that, uh, Kobe Bryant was, um, was, uh, has passed away, unfortunately, uh, in, in a, in a helicopter accident, um, involving five other people and, uh, Southern California sounds like some part of California, but I believe it was Southern California and so sad right now. So sad news that, um, I have had discovered, um, in the middle of, um, uh, putting together a, uh, this episode as a matter of fact. So, um, just wanted to kind of keep them, their family in prayer um, you know, keep their family in prayer because, um, yeah, it, it was kind of a shock to, to hear that, um, a, a man of his caliber, um, uh, only being 41 years old. I mean, I mean, he had, he's, there was no health problems or anything of that nature. It was just, just in the car in a, in a helicopter crash. And it's just like, man, just amazing. So just, um, keep the, keep the family in prayer and everything. And, and the basketball, matter of fact, the basketball fans and as, as far as the basketball world and the sports world, even Kobe has been an influence. I want to say not just in basketball, but in media, but also in, um, in all the different, sports genres at some point they have um intersected with uh this this legendary um um player of uh, kobe bryant and uh yeah they, whether you're a golf player whether you're football whether you're hockey uh tennis this man's name has been has crossed over all these different um genres of of sports uh, football even so those of you that are in sports I'm sure you have heard about uh, heard of Kobe Kobe Bryant um, again big loss huge loss in the um, in the world of of sports so uh, I just wanted to kind of mention that so anyway um, sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of Black News Podcast
Okay, so I got a chance to um, watch the Super Smash Brothers Direct just now. So I'm recording this right after um, watching it on YouTube. And um, so the, the, the two characters that were, was revealed was uh, Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now, first off, let me just say that I, I'm not a um, Fire Emblem um, player. I, I'm not familiar with the series. I mean, I know about it, but as far as me, you know, uh, playing it, I, I haven't had a chance to to get a chance to actually play to play this game. Now, and and Fire Emblem is, to be honest with you, it's a it's a really um, it's a big series. So, you know, this is not an unknown game by no means. Um, uh, and by left, I'm again saying that name. I'm, I'm not familiar with that character. So that's the one thing, you know, of course, everybody was, was expecting, uh, Dante from, uh, far, from, uh, devil may cry. And we didn't get Dante. So, um, that's the one thing. Now, the other thing that was surprising on this direct, though, was the, of course, the me fighters. I'm not sure how many people really invest uh, money into getting me fighter costumes, but I thought they were pretty neat. Um, they had there was several of them. But one that just stuck out of my mind just now was the Legend of Zelda um, Breath of the Wild. Um, There's a gear on that. You, know, you could buy that separately. You could buy Cuphead. That was something different, um, as well as, you know, um, some Fire Emblem characters as well. But uh, also, um, me, I mean, not me, um, the, um, just the, the Amiibos. So, uh, Dark Dark Samus was released, and there was one more that I can't, me- I can't remember right now. But the cool thing about it, the, the one thing that, the biggest thing that was a huge surprise um that i was excited about it could really got me that just capped off everything is the release of another fighter's pass and i'm gonna tell you currently right now on smash bros ultimate is 75 about 75 characters i want to say um it sounds like a lot just me saying that but i believe there's literally like 75 characters and I swear this is like the ultimate um, smash. So if if you were to get any game uh, for your Nintendo Switch, um, of course, right now is a great time to get a to get a Switch, but also to get the game. Um, it's phenomenal, man. It's like one of those games where it just keeps building and building now. And so the next fire fighter pass will include six uh, mystery DLC characters. Of course, the way he, Mr. Sakurai releases them, you know, it's always either maybe a month or two months or what have you. But this really excited me, to be honest with you, because, man, we're talking like 75 characters plus more coming. Um, I'm hoping that we will get some more West Coast characters. These characters from Fire Emblem was more from the Japanese um, Japanese uh, games. 
which I don't have a problem with that, but it's just they're not as recognizable over here to people, gamers that that play, you know, in the West Coast. So anyways, this this was this was awesome, though. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. The six, the fighter pass with six uh, DLC, DLC characters that really excited me. Sakurai, this direct was 35 minutes long. He really went into not only the history of Smash or history of these of uh, that that uh, game particularly, and also um, pretty much just the characters themselves. So yeah, I, I really I thought this was pretty awesome, and, and he thoroughly went through the fighter moves, uh, the weapons that are used, um, things like that. This has got to be uh, honestly, this has got to be the greatest fighting game, and it, and that's what he mentioned. He you know I guess it was known that. This was a like the greatest fighting game, um, you know. The Street Fighter is like up there, really high up there. So, man, I'm just you know, like I said, first reaction, you know. Hey, um, I'm a, I'm just happy to 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 you know have that many characters on a roster. This is phenomenal. Um, so we're just gonna keep on playing Smash. I haven't. To be honest with you, I haven't played Smash in a minute. I've been um, I've been pretty much on my grind on uh, like Luigi's Mansion right now still, and yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I mean I'm I'm just really excited about it. Wanted to kind of mention it. So um, let me know what you guys think. Are you guys do you have a Switch? And also, um, do you have Smash Bros? If you have Smash Bros, let me know. Um, you know, I uh, leave your friend code. Maybe we can get together and or online. I mean, and and play a few matches. All right. Have a good day, and uh, I'll be talking to you in a few. Hey, so there is a lot that's going to be happening in the year 2020 for Nintendo. Um, I have some news. Um, there was a, a announcement or I guess uh, Nintendo decided to show some of their games that they're going to be coming out with for the for this year. Um, pretty, some of it is um, that we already knew about. But there is also some that um, we didn't know about. And this is not to um, replace the Nintendo Direct. Um, there's a rumor. We're not sure of the exact date because it has not been officially announced yet by Nintendo. But there is a um, we're looking for a Nintendo Direct. So hopefully that will be happening um, if not January, the end of January, maybe the, the first part of February. So we're really looking forward to that. I can't wait to see what Nintendo is going to be doing. This is the N Nintendo directs are like some of the best announcements. And, um, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to announcements and also E3 coming and stuff. So, um, but before we get into that, so let me go over the, some of the games that are being announced for 2020. So right now, um, as of now, you can download uh, Tokyo Tokyo Mirage Sessions um, for the Nintendo Switch right now. 
Um, also, there is a um, to be announced or was announced. I'm sorry, was announced for February. Um, Sack, Snack World Dungeon Crawler. I'm not very familiar with that game, so some of you out there might be familiar with it. So um, if if this is your type of game, you know I'm sure you're pretty excited. Um, okay, so February the twentieth. Devil May Cry. Now that this game, I'm familiar with this game. I played this game before, and um, this is like a remake. So I think it's a, a old port. So I may get it on the Switch. I may not. I'm not exactly sure. So I want to see. I kind of want to see what it looks like before I get it. And um, also, uh, early 2020, there is uh, the Outer Worlds. And the Outer Worlds used to be a game that was on the xbox and so that's supposed to be coming to the switch uh i thought that was pretty exciting to see that um so the ones that are coming um after february going into march oh and then before i forget there's one more darksiders genesis also coming out in february february the 14th so uh darksiders is I've never played a Darksiders game. I hear it's pretty good. I may I may decide to get this one. Um, and so I'm, I'm just curious about this one. I, I think I've seen some gameplay, gameplay of Darksiders before. I think we have one already for the Switch. So, yeah. Now, going into March, um, we're going to... The biggest one that everybody's waiting for right now in the, in the, in the month of March is Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing New Horizons is the first Animal Crossing game for the Nintendo Switch. And um, I'm excited for this one because I'm, I'm familiar with Animal Crossing. I've played Animal Crossing on the GameCube. I've also played it on the, on the uh, 3DS. And um, yeah, it's, you know, I can t- tell you a lot about Animal Crossing. This game um, started off as it started off as something that I, I wasn't sure I would even like. And, um, believe it or not, because, and it looked the way it looked. So, you know, you got a lot of animals running around and they're like, you know, animals that talk, they're part of the community. And so you, you are this person that you start off, you know, with a tent and this town, basically you move to this town. I'm sorry. You move to this town as a new citizen and you pretty much, your goal is to, you know, make a living and build your own house. And so with this one here, it's different. I believe they, it takes place on an island and uh, instead of, you know, like a town or a city. So that's going to be pretty interesting, pretty exciting. I think I'm like I said, it's it's each Animal Crossing game has been different. Either you're in a town or you're like in the the mobile version, you're doing a campsite. Um, and it, it's just, it's just very, it's a very creative game. Um, this is an ongoing game too. This doesn't have any ending. So, and that's kind of, I like that in a way. I didn't think I would, but I really like this game because it, it doesn't have an ending. It's connected to your clock and your calendar. So that means any, any time of the month or holidays or, you know, seasons even, 
that all gets transferred to the game. So whatever's if it's winter time in your world, it's winter time in the game world, if that makes sense. If it's five o'clock in the evening, it's five o'clock in the game. And so you see little things in the game like the sun setting. Um, maybe you may, you know, winter time you may get snow. Um, it's just all kind of little things that are very cute in this game. Um, the fall, you get leaves, the, the leaves are changing colors and you got piles of leaves everywhere. So it's really a, an, an awesome game, um, to keep up with and, and just have it to, you're just like building in this, in this town. You're getting to know the characters. You're getting to make friends. You, you're going fishing. They have fishing tournaments. They have bug catching contests. Um, just so many things. You change outfits in the mobile version. You change outfits. Um, it's just, it's just a phenomenal game. And I can't really say enough about it. I mean, Animal Crossing is, if you if at first looking at it you would think like okay this is really for kids but it's really um something that in, in my opinion it attracts adults because your 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 goal or your mission in these games is to do things to, to have tasks and you're doing these certain tasks in this town so if you're the type of person that is into you know like a task oriented type of game for, you know trying to be like okay well what do i do next and and things like that this is an awesome game for you because it it, it will have you you know doing errands and running errands for your neighbors and everything else it's a pretty awesome game so that's that's my one of my high recommendations i'm looking i'm really looking forward to animal crossing i will be getting it um for sure this year so um just wanted to kind of let you guys know on that now let's go into the pokemon pokemon space so i know a lot of people even adults that are into pokemon and i know that pokemon sword and shield has already been out so to add on to the Pokemon franchise or the Pokemon game that you already have, there's a there's going to be an expansion pass coming in June of 2020 and later on uh, autumn or fall of 2020. Then Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team um, DX is coming out March the 6th, so that's going to be awesome. Another game that I'm I'm personally I'm not interested in, but I'm sure somebody is is uh, um, SpongeBob Battle of from Bikini Bottom, okay? Um, it's coming out May 24th. Trials of Mana will be coming out April 24th. Um, in, a, in the month of April, there's also Minecraft Dungeons. Now, this one here, um, I'm, I'm starting to hear a little bit about it now because there's a lot of Minecraft fans and Minecraft players that are invested in the series. And Minecraft has you know gone through a different series so you have minecraft builders i believe there's one called minecraft builders and there's regular minecraft and there's this a, a number of minecraft titles that are already out there some of them are already on the switch so this one is coming out april 2020 um minecraft dungeons now um for the smash brothers um one of my all-time favorite games you smash brothers it just keeps building and building and building we just got an announcement of a another fighter that will be included in smash brothers is uh bela from um oh god xeno not xenoblade um basically bela from um uh three three houses um three houses the the 
I can't remember the. I'm losing. Uh, I'm not sure of the the game itself right now. But Fire Emblem, excuse me, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, one of the characters that is in there is Bailiff. Okay, and um, there's a fifty fifty split on this this character. Um, some people was welcoming of it. You know, they said that they were excited to you know be able to play as this character, but another other half of them really didn't want this character because we feel like do we have enough um japanese maybe japanese um rpg type characters already in the game and we do we do have a lot um but again i'm excited to play as this new character um it's a welcome addition of course you know we have like I think it, I believe it's like over 50 something characters in this game so far. So we got plenty. This is like Smash Brothers Ultimate is exactly what it is. Smash Brothers Ultimate Edition. And and Mr. Sakurai, who's actually the developer or the main developer of this game, he's constantly adding more and more and more to make this the most ultimate, the ultimate edition of Smash Brothers. I believe and I think fans need to understand this and know this, that I believe that after this edition or after this game is fully done and completed, and that means like all the updates, because we we officially have it now, we're going through updates and stuff. And once this is all done, I'm sure that I'm, I'm expecting that this may be the last and final Smash Brothers in the entire series uh, for Nintendo. I don't I can't foresee there being anything greater than this ultimate edition that has been put out. We are on top of that. He announced at the end of the video of after the the new fighter was revealed, um, there will be a fighter pass two, which will be, I believe it's coming out either starting either next month or the month after that in March, this will release six more fighters which I'm sure they won't come out all at the same time, but how they've been doing it is maybe every two months or three months, we, we begin to, un we see or reveal, they reveal a fighter, a new fighter for Smash Bros. So I'm really excited about it because, you know, there's a lot of hopes for either some more Western characters. Um, there's a rumor now that uh, Crash Bandicoot may be the next character. We don't, we're not sure, but, I think that is really exciting just to have that anticipation growing and stuff. So that's what what I what to look forward to in uh, Smash Brothers. Then we're gonna have uh, Bravely Default Two. I've never played Bravely Default Two, but I'm sure and I'm I'm excited over the fact that it is it is a wonderful game, a good game, the to, to that you know we can have in the Bravely Default series. The next one is um, Doom Eternal. Now, Doom Eternal, we already have a Doom game already for this one, but Doom Eternal is going to be a, a brand new game ported over to the Switch. Um, we had a third party, de third party um, developer who they specialize in porting over these hard to play or graphically intense games that are able to port them over. Some of them, you know, has a little bit of kind of maybe a little dip in resolution even or you know the maybe the frame rate it might be a little bit adjusted 
in order to fit it or be playable on the Nintendo Switch because of it being a handheld system. So, yeah, Doom Eternal coming over to the Nintendo Switch this year. That's going to be something to look forward to. Um, also, Star Wars um, The Skywalker Saga. Now, this one I personally cannot wait. I am a, I know not everybody's a Lego, Lego, um, basically Lego, you know, series player because we have plenty of them we got um i think jurassic park or jurassic world legos um that you play on on the nintendo switch right now we have the dc um the dc series the marvel series um on as legos i mean they you know famous movies that you know like harry potter even you can play these on the nintendo switch so um without without even knowing the full gameplay this one is going to have not all nine star wars movies into one game and this is going to be phenomenal so i can't wait to to see this one i know for sure i'm going to end up getting this so um i'm excited about that that's coming out it doesn't give a date as to when um daily premonition 2 is coming out this year also no more heroes 3 um lots of lots of talk behind no more heroes so this might be something that you might be looking forward to xenoblade chronicles uh definitive edition um so that's going to be good probably add a, a extra content that's coming to that um panzer dragon will be coming out later on this winter the toward the end of this year probably panzer dragon has a quite a bit of a cult following a, a nostalgia factor um because it originally came out i believe on the dreamcast sega dreamcast so I'll, so yeah that's going to be awesome and also final fantasy um i think final fantasy 5 or yeah or crystal chronicles final final fantasy crystal chronicles so that's coming out in the summertime of uh 2020 and then one of the last ones i want to mention is hollow knight uh silk song now i have downloaded hollow Knight, hollow knight excuse me and it's a pretty good game i really enjoy it i'm really i'm really excited about it um so that's supposed to be scheduled to come out this year now the now there's a few rumored games um they did say that there will be more announcements later on this year probably in february everybody's suspecting that there will be a direct and when that direct does happen or that you know basically this program announcement for nintendo does happen um we're going to probably get some announcements like pikmin 3 perhaps or pikmin 4 i believe it is pikmin 4 may be coming um maybe something from bayonetta hopefully we will we will probably get either a date as to when Bayonetta will be coming out. I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, I'm not expecting a, like a lot of people are not either. I'm not expecting a, um, a Metroid 4 announcement, but there are strong rumors and from reliable sources actually that are either on Twitter or through the internet. And a lot of, you know, a few of the YouTubers that I follow, they've mentioned it already but there is a strong rumor uh coming out right now that there will be a metroid game possibly a side side scrolling game um kind of more like um the 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 sequel to the metro game uh metroid game from the i guess the uh the the gba or grant yeah the gba game so 
that's a strong rumor possibility that could be coming out this year um and all things point to it looking pretty good looking like a pretty good game a a pretty big game so i'm excited about that also legend of zelda yes there may be possibly a sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild um there is already um some footage of legend of zelda breath of the wild so if you have not finished breath of the wild like i have haven't um i haven't finished but i'm kind of ashamed to say um definitely want to try to work on that before the sequel comes out i think it's going to come out this year and i'm not sure to be honest with you how big this sequel is going to be um i'm just kind of curious about it and i'm not sure you know we will we have to wait and see exactly how this breath of the wild um two i believe it is the number two is included in the title so yeah let me know what you think about that um i'm trying to remember if there's any other rumors um i know there's some people that want there's some ports that's supposed to be coming over from the wii u and that's another game system that if you really want to get the best money or best money out of the games that was released on the wii u some of these games that were on the wii u kind of like matter of fact little known fact or maybe known fact you know the 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 racing game you know mario kart 8 that was that is out on the switch now was actually a port of the wii u and they just added you know some some different stages to it and and added certain things to this game and made it into kind of a newer game and it and it's like one of the greatest selling uh nintendo titles on nintendo switch right now believe it or not it's been out for three years plus going on four years on the nintendo switch and uh it's considered evergreen title that means that anybody that gets a switch or buys a a nintendo switch they gotta have you know uh mario kart on there because it is like one of those landmark titles that you have to have you know what i mean so yeah um um you know mario kart is is still a great seller a great game actually that you can start off on your nintendo switch another another one that was believe it or not was a port um and people don't really realize this but um legend of zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, the first one, was actually a port because it was originally set to come out for the for the uh, Nintendo Wii U, and I'm not sure, I can't remember whether there was one that was already made for the Wii U, but uh, yeah, definitely um, this is a game that was originally set up for the Wii U, and they they held it back. Um, I remember the the announcements of of the Breath of the Wild and giving us some concept from a concept art to actual footage of the game and you know as the years went by or the months that went by we got more and more information about nintendo's um the first one of the first ips that is out there for nintendo and then also um also there's a rumor it's kind of a not really a big rumor but uh one of our third party games our third party developers um that um that was into um i believe it's uh um oh god it was it was a crossover game mario 
Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Um, this was a crossover from the developers of Raymond and the Rabbits and things like that, and crossed that over when the in the Mario universe or the Mario world. And it was just so awesome. It it it, it was more like a um, like a strategy type game. So yeah, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So there's a rumor saying that possibly that we may be getting another type of sequel to that to that nature and that and that would be nice i can't wait to see something like that again hopefully we get a pikmin uh pikmin game as well that would be nice um um just a few other things you know uh believe it or not some of you might remember brain age brain age came out on the ds or the 3ds it was like one of those like you know your math you brushing up on your math and division and multiplication it was one of those games that you get for your kid if you want to kind of sneak it sneak some some studying on their math was really good but yeah i mean these these are awesome titles the titles that i want to see come to the nintendo switch now as far as porting over i would love to see um somebody mentioned um super mario 3d world yes i would love to see super mario 3d world come to the switch as well as i would love to see both super mario galaxies come over to the switch would be nice i would love to see a metroid speaking of metroid i would love to see the metroid trilogy one two and three come over and be ported to the switch i would love to see that i would i would actually buy that um and just a number of games that would be so good that was on the Switch. Now, I know this is a far fetch. I'm not sure if this will ever happen, but I would love, 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 love if they ported the beautiful Joe game that I played. Either, I think it was, I played that on the GameCube. Man, if they can bring that over to the Nintendo Switch, Oh my goodness, that that would be awesome. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but Beautiful Joe is it's like one of the best games I've ever played. So, you know, in saying that, um, yeah, it's just awesome to to kind of like you know to 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 get this information. Um, I look forward to a a possible direct coming. And uh, I'm excited about it. So let me know what you guys think about, you know, um, the announcements for Nintendo. And are you looking forward to new games for 2020? And let me know what you're looking forward to. What do you think that Nintendo will probably either port over or maybe uh, uh, brand new games that you might have heard announced or even rumored to come forth? Let me know in the comment section and uh, just let me know what you feel about it. Hey, so some big news happened yesterday in the world of cord cutting. And um, if you're not sure, um, NBC just um, announced their new um, streaming service through NBC Universal um, entitled Peacock. Um, I'm assuming it's, it's because of the, the emblem or the the icon, the the peacock, which they've that which NBC has had for years. So, <clears throat> according to this, right now, you, NBC Universal 
is holding an investors meeting to share details about the upcoming Peacock streaming service. The service will launch on to Comcast, Xfinity One, and Flex customers cus, uh, customers on July. I'm sorry, on April 15th, and will be nationwide July 15th. So from April 15th for the for Xfinity customers and Comcast customers and Flex customers, and then um, nationwide July 15th of 2020. So it says this is a very exciting time for our company as we chart the future of entertainment. Um, this is by the chairman of NBC Universal, Steve Burke. We have one of the most inviolable collections of, of media brands and the strongest sales track records in the business. Capitalizing on these key strengths, we are taking a unique approach to streaming that brings value to customers, advertisers, and shareholders. So the most important thing we're going to we talk about, they talk about on here is the plans and the pricing. So NBC has confirmed that there will be at least uh, there will be a free version available to all subscribers. They ad supported tier for four ninety nine a month and an ad free tier for nine ninety nine a month. Cox and Comcast customers will have free access to Peacock Premium with ads, which include 15,000 hours of programming and can pay $5 per month for ad version, ad free version. Peacock Free will be an ad supported option that will provide fans everywhere with more than 7,500 hours of, of programming. Peacock Premium will also be an ad-supported option for 15,000 hours of programming, full seasons of original content, next-day access to current seasons and returning broadcast series, early access to late-night shows, late-night talk shows, and additional sports. Premium customers can upgrade to an ad-free experience for an additional $5 per month. And and or any customer can purchase an ad-free experience directly for $9.99 or $10 a month. Advertising, NBC also announced their, their ad plan for ad-supported tiers, calling it the most consumer-friendly premium and experience on the market. Viewers will see just five minutes of ads per hour and service, and the service will work to ensure that viewers won't see the same ads over and over again. To create the best possible ad experience, NBC has chosen to work with brands that match the quality and vision they see for service. State Farms, Apartments.com, and Target are just a few of the brands announced as advertising partners. Each brand will cross-advertise with Peacock in-store and online. NBC Universal's Linda Yacarino, excuse me. Uh, took the stage to discuss how NBC is pioneering the experience by improving some of the some of the new ad formats we've seen lately, including shoppable ads, binge ads, and pause ads. Yacarino also listed three new ads experience that will be available on Peacock. Solo ads, where brands become the hero, bringing viewers an entire episode with a single ad. Explore ads, use contextual data to align customers with ads and on-command ads. Voice technology from Comcast will bring ads to life. Content. So while NBC has a huge amount of content available to them, they say that not all of the content will be added to Peacock at launch. And some may not end up on the streaming service at all. 
Some movies will still go on to go to DVD and some shows will have the right sold their rights sold to other platforms. The plan, the panel said during a question and answer segment after the event. Peacock will include live and on-demand content, including live sports and new news from news sports, NBC News. Peacock channels will be curated, uh, will be curated channel that can be watched live. There will also be thousands of hours of on-demand content. Peacock will provide consumers with a destination that goes beyond movies and television, aggregating a variety of content that fans want want on uh, want on one service. Says Matt Strauss, chairman of Peacock and NBC Universal Digital Enterprises. By delivering timely and, tro- and topical content like breaking news, live sports, and water cooler moments from late night, from late night, Peacock is uniquely uh, bringing a pulse a pulse to the world of streaming that does not exist in today's marketplace. Peacock's content lineup will include originals along with TV and film acquisitions. These are shows that and movies that have been announced so far. So, so far, you're going to get all of the Law and Orders, the SVU and the Criminal Intent, the Chicago Med, uh, PD and Fire, Yellowstone, Two and a Half Men, and the George Lopez Show. As previously announced, Peacock will, also, also, will offer some of the most popular NBC and classic TV series of all time, including 30 Rock, Base Motel, Battlestar Galactica, uh, Brooklyn 99, or 99, excuse me, Cheers, Christy Knows Best, Covert, Downtown, Downton Abbey, Everybody Loves Raymond, Frasier, uh, Friday Night Lights, House, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, King of Queens, Married with Children, Monk, The Office, Parks and Rec, Parenthood, Psych, Royal Plains, Saturday Night Live, Superstore, and Will and Grace. New original content announced during the events include. <clears throat> Girls 5 Eva, a Tina Fey produced produce series about a one-hit wonder girl group that reunites to relive the 90s dreams. Capture, fresh off the fresh off its rating success on the BBC in the UK. Lady Parts, uh, launching on Channel 4 in the UK. Intelligence, starring David Schwimmer, Code 404, and Hitman. Now, previous announced series include Rutherford, Rutherford Falls, Saved by the Bell, AP Bio, Punky Brewster, Psych, du- Psych 2, Lassie Comes Home, uh, Dr. Death, Battlestar Galactica, Brave New World, Angeline, and Arma de Major. Noteworthy original series and development for Peacock include Expecting from Mindy Calling, Division One, Amy Polarch, Clint State, and Norman Lear, the, uh, and Matt Gruber, Will Forte. The company has also signed a multi-year, multi-year deal with Kevin Hart. Wow. Late Night TV will become will come early to, for subscribers beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Tonight Show starring uh, Jimmy Fallon, followed by a light, uh, late night uh, with Seth Meyer at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Peacock will also will be airing live coverage of the Tokyo Olympics opening and closing ceremonies before they air on NBC in primetime. The three daily Olympic shows include Tokyo Live with the live coverage and one of the day's most exciting events, Tokyo Di- Daily Digest. With midday highlights and game of the games, Tokyo Tonight, 
complement to primetime show will help audience catch up with with the day's events. Peacock will have the exclusive streaming rights for the 2020 Universal uh, Film Slate and beyond. Title titles will include Jurassic Park 3 and Fast and Furious 9. This is an addition in addition to the previous announced premium original films and animated series developed for Peacock from Universal Pictures and DreamWorks Animations and hundreds of critically acclaimed films uh, film office includes including American Pie, Brian's Maze, Knocked Up, Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, A, a Beautiful Mind, Back to the Future, B- Brokeback Mountain, Casino, Dallas Buyers Club, Do the Right Thing, Aaron Brockovich, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, e- Extraterrestrial, Feel the Dreams, Jaws, Mamma Mia, Shrek, The Breakfast Club, The Bourne Franchise, The Despicable Me Franchise, and The Fast and Furious Franchise. Kid-friendly content, uh, they will include Trolls 2, Boss Baby 2, The Croods 2. Peacock will also have exclusive streaming rights to The Home of Curious George. New original series from DreamWorks Animation will also include Peacock, including Trolltopia, Madagascar, A Little Wild, The Mighty Ones, Cleopatra Space, and Where is Waldo? The future Peacock believes that by the end of 2024, they will have 30 to 35 million active accounts, bringing about six to seven dollars per house per user with 2.5 billion revenue and will break even. Beyond that, the company expects profitability as they continue to expand. Really, really, truly amazing. Isn't that that something? This is what... um, this is as a result of the, the the streaming services breaking up. So you have networks, you know, NBC, you know, you have CBS All Access. You know, we're starting to see things starting to really take shape here. You know, um, even Disney Plus. So Disney Plus, you know, and because they're ABC, they own ABC as well. You know, if you go to Disney Plus, I'm sure eventually they'll have like ABC content on there. Uh, Hulu, the same thing. Netflix, the same thing. So this is really um, this is really starting to take shape. We're starting to see now. And this is really a direct hit. Um, like I was telling you about the core cut about core cutting. So core cutting, you know, from Comcast cable, you know, most of you have Comcast or maybe Dish or AT&T Universe. You know, you're seeing now that that. Now, even Comcast is actually participating in this, actually, believe it or not, because of the fact that NBC Universal is a Comcast company. You know, now they're directly they're not even in competition with themselves. So I can see in the future I can see Comcast properly. You know, I've been hearing rumors about a, um, a lower tier um, offer for people that are still, you know, wanting to stay with Comcast, stay, you know, cable subscribers and. What this may mean may mean going going forward in the future that even cable customers will will probably get a lower rate on their on their cable service and they might have the addition added addition of adding a streaming service onto their cable subscription. It all depends. But you know, competition, like I said, is always good. I mean, this is this is what what I've been saying, and that um, eventually, you know, we're going to see twenty twenty is going to be a very interesting year. Once NBC uh, Universal launches uh, Peacock, and then also 
don't forget, we got uh, HBO Max, which is another big one. So HBO Max is going to, you know, the two the two biggest ones that I can see right now is HBO Max, which is going to be huge coming coming in, uh, NBC Universal's Peacock, and then also uh, Disney Plus. So these are the three big three. I still feel like, in my opinion, that that Netflix will still um, be just now another. It won't be like the the main the main thing, but it will be something like a, an option, an added option for those that are still, you know, considering, you know, cutting the cord. So my thing is this, you know, it all depends on the family. It all depends on what what shows and shows that you desire to watch, what streaming service that you that you've always liked. Um the good thing about all these is some of them are like a month to month subscription. So you pay per month. So if you don't like, you know, maybe you, you sign up for one and, and say you don't like it. You, you just don't pay for it the next month. You know, so again, this is this is pretty this is big news. So just to let you guys know, you know, just continue. I keep my eyes and ears open, um, try to deliver the, the best the, the, the news as it comes comes forth this year. But like I said, 2020 is going to be an interesting year when it comes for the streaming service and also for cord cutting. So until then, just stay tuned. Hey guys, so I have um, more news from Core Cutter News. Um, just to kind of let you guys know, if you ever missed out on the Amazon Fire TV Stick or the Fire TV Cube, um, they are still having a sale on that. Um, I believe you can order it through Amazon, I'm sure, or Best Buy. You can actually get these at Best Buy. Um, the Fire TV Stick was on sale um, during Black Friday, and I want to say that the 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 Fire TV Stick is twenty four ninety nine. Um, that was on sale for thirty four dollars and ninety nine cents, which used to be, um, I guess forty nine forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. We're talking the four K version. So if you if you don't have a Fire TV Stick, definitely it's a good time to go get one. Go to go to your Either I think Best Buy should have them. I'm not sure if, if Target or Walmart has these. Um, I'm sure they do, um, but I'm not sure if they have that sale. But Best Buy is the best way. This is the best place to go um, to get your Fire TV stick and make sure you're getting the Fire TV stick 4K. Um, like I said, that's that is it says it's still on sale for $34.99. So um, the the promotional deal for that stick um, will bring it down to $24.99, but you have to use the promo code, code which is 4K uh, Fire TV at, at the checkout. So that's 4K Fire TV. And this is an all caps looks like, but there's a, pro, a promo code to get 10, an additional $10 off from the $34.99 to $24.99. Now, I'm not sure if, if or how long this uh, deal is going to last. I do know that um, I will say this for the most part, the fire TV stick, it, it goes on and off sale. So always check with them. So, so right now as of dads of this recording that you're listening to me, um, if you um, go down there within the, at least within the month of January, you should be able to get this sale for the, um, the fire stick 4k. Remember fire stick 4k for $34.99. If you use a promo code of 4K Fire TV, you can get an additional $10 off at checkout and, um, and, and, you know, see what happens from there. Um, 
so that that's my um my little promo for the 4k and i have one um actually i have one and it's it's very good um i have never really been a, a amazon fire tv uh customer or even a fan of it um i've always kind of kind of kept them at bay because i've always wanted to use them just for like amazon prime uh services like you know like your package deliveries and stuff like that but i'm actually finding it to be a very good product um along with you know if you have a roku as well you know but for the amazon products are, are actually pretty good now i have another um article that just came up to um, our core cutting news is uh, how to stream the Super Bowl in 4K on Roku, Fire TV and Apple TV. So you have three different options. So um, it's telling you it says want to watch the uh, this uh, your Super Super Bowl in 4K. Well, they have good news. So for the first time ever in 2020, Super Bowl will be streamed in 4K through the Fox Sports app. So um, for those of you that are are streaming or have the the Amazon Fire TV or have have Amazon Fire TV or Apple TV, download the Fox Sports app and you should be able to um, stream the Super Bowl this year in 4K. Um, and this is providing you have a 4K t- television too, because if you don't have a 4K TV or just say you just have a high definition 1080p TV, which is still good. Um, I'm not, you know, I, you know, just just because it's 4K doesn't mean that it's not a good TV or you're not getting a good signal. It just makes it more clear, more, more. I guess the colors pop even more and it's more defined. So, you know, if you have a one of those big screen TVs that are like 4K, then I'm sure you'll you'll probably get the the best experience out of that so it says for some time now through fox sports on uh fox sports app on roku and apple tv you can watch the selected events of fox btn fs uh one and in 4k fox recently updated the this box this fox sports app on the 4k on the fire tv to add 4k uhd uh, playback on, of select events to access these events use your logins to service to services like youtube tv hulu and and uh, at&t tv on the fox sports app it's important the channel you want to watch has been included in your package okay so definitely want to remember that so if you if you have youtube tv hulu which does live tv or at&t tv now um you can um you can actually use the fox sports sports app it may ask you to do like um like whatever you use whatever you use service you use you have to you know put that in now it says how to watch the Super Bowl on your Roku TV, Fire TV, Apple TV, and more. The good news is that is most of these live TV streaming services such as Sling TV, Fubo TV, AT&T TV, Now, Hulu, and, and others offer Fox in most markets. Fubo TV includes most local Fox affiliates, um, making it a great option for the Super Bowl and will air the game in 4K. The best part is Fubo TV offers a free trial allowing you to test it out. Now Hulu TV, uh, Hulu Live, Hulu with Live TV costs $54.99 a month with a free trial for new customers. Not only will you get your regional sports networks in most areas, but also your local NBC stations. Now Sling TV 
offers Fox in some markets starting at $25 a month with a seven-day free trial. Viggo offers Fox more in and more in select markets starting at only $39.99. YouTube TV is $49.99 a month, includes most uh, local uh, locals including Fox AT&T TV now is um, starts at $65 a month you can also get a 7 day free trial to test out the service before you pay um, Locast is a free option only only available in a few select markets but is available on many streaming platforms and also with an antenna um, one option you should always consider is using an antenna. So Fox is free over the air in in most parts of the United States. You can also use a device like a tablet DVR, uh, a HD home run to stream your antenna to a Roku or Fire TV or Apple TV. Want to see if you can get Fox where you live or free over the air? Check out Antenna Antenna Web to find out what you can get with an antenna um, where you live and that's always to me that's always a better option you know um, if if you can get it with a a antenna I would suggest you do that um, there's there's plenty of um, of uh, matter of fact just this morning I was looking at a commercial that um, was advertising a 4k TV antenna for like 20 bucks um, I'm not sure of the as far as the reliability and the quality of it but you know they're they're always out there selling um, you know ways now to for you know good good um, antennas you know so it's you know there was once upon a time that um, we used to be able to have TV for free you know that is simply just put up an antenna and you know that was there's it there it is you have free free tv but now you know with the merging of of uh satellite and cable you know people have to pay they were paying for tv which to me still doesn't make sense but this is what we do now so speaking of cable um there's another article that i wanted to read to you guys about um about Comcast, it says Comcast increased demand for faster broadband offsets the loss uh, from cord cutting. Okay, offsets losses from cord cutting. Now Comcast, is it last week, Comcast quarter four earnings, Comcast can comment that their losses from video were offset by the growth of broadband services. Okay, to further capitalize on cord cutting, Comcast will also be launching the NBCU streaming service Peacock. We believe that Peacock, a premium ad service, ad supported service, hits the mark for both consumer and advertisers. Brian Roberts, CEO of Comcast, has said. Already, the company has noted that their their income increase increases in. Two four were largely due to the rise of subscribers for digital services, even with a drop in traditional cable TV customers. Okay, Comcast talks about plans for prioritizing X, uh, Xfinity Flex in 2020. With Xfinity Flex, they believe that they can best reach streaming first internet customers. The company commented that they intend to continue delivering quality broadband broadband by focusing on speed coverage, control, and, and now streaming. When it comes to video, uh, executives on call no, noted that they will continue to provide video options when it makes sense 
for gaining uh, the and retaining customers. Peacock will be a new channel to monetize content. Mike Cavanaugh, Comcast CFO, said Comcast will continue to license content to third parties when it makes sense and other content making it its way to Peacock, as we heard during the NBCU event earlier. Now, this is very interesting now because, again, this the 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 rise of cord cutting or like they they're calling it uh broadband i know they call it broadband services and and correctly so okay because um you know most people they understand that you know or comcast mainly it understands that maybe they're going to cut the cord from cable some of you out there might be traditional cable cable watchers maybe were cable watchers now you're no longer a cable watcher you're just more like you know into like getting a streaming service the broadband uh, services like they're saying um remember they're also in the market of of broadband or internet so until there is another option out there whether it be mobile home internet or different type of internet we're still stuck with um the the regular home internet whether you might be in a in a city that has comcast or in a city that has either cox internet or uh or you may have uh at&t verse or what have you those are the those ones there they they kind of pretty much you know got the market and there's a few others i believe that are out there that are are kind of jumping into their own uh, independent home internet you do have to do your research because there are some out there there's one i believe in the bay area called sonic or something like that um they have their own they have their own like independent uh uh internet service and so that way you're not really connected to do to this cable slash internet company that that has been pretty much monopolizing the market for at least over 20 20 plus years now that we are now into another phase of of how we're we're getting content we're talking getting contact through through now these different uh streaming services but now comcast is seeing the numbers and seeing the writing on the wall so to speak that they're eventually you know they're losing customers and you know this is this is kind of predictable because of course people don't want to pay um high prices for their internet service or their their streaming their um their tv service so now they're starting to cut the cord. They're starting to use other ways like, say, Amazon Prime is a good one. You know, uh, Sling TV has been another one. Hulu plus live TV and others. You know, you have on demand. You have your on demand services. So like your Netflix and your Hulu is pretty much on demand services. These services pretty much, again, are just services dedicated to just getting stuff when you want to see it, when whenever you want to see it. They, the content is already there. The live TV service are just just an actual addition to it. So like you're talking Sling TV, Hulu Live with Live TV and YouTube TV were, are some of the big ones. Those ones there really have like that live streaming service, you know what I'm saying? And then then also you have the AT&T AT&T service. I believe it's like AT&T Live or something like that it is. There's there's one that AT&T offers as well. So they see the writing on the wall. And so now what they're doing is they're trying to participate in the streaming service by an announcing the P, this um, Peacock uh, streaming service, which, you know, the, the lineup that they have is it's mainly on demand, no live TV. But there's a free tier. And I believe there because that one's going to have commercials in it or, or you're going to have to pay for pay. There's a pay 
subscription, excuse me, that you have to pay that will take the place of having commercials, one that has commercials in it. Um, so that is up to the customer. But the but the lineup and the content that that Peacock is going to be coming with. We're talking a lot of the a lot of your old favorites, you know, like say your Cheers, maybe your um, 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 what is it? Cheers and uh, I think Frasier and a few others that that were on that were on the NBC network anyway. So you're going to get a lot of those. That's going to be, you know, a lot of sitcoms. You're going to get a matter of fact, I was reading an article not that long ago where you'll have some of the late night shows that are going to be they're saying that they're going to bring them earlier in the in the lineup to where you'd be able to watch them and this is pretty neat because this is kind of where hulu was so hulu used to be able to like watch a show after it showed up on regular tv and it was it might have been maybe a day uh, maybe a day after it aired on regular tv but this with this um on the regular broadcast tv um, it, your late night show would, would show up around the same time as it normally does, 11.30, 11.30 at night, maybe, or or if if later than that, possibly 12, 12.30 at night. You know, Seth Meyer is one of them that that, that they're going to have, they have at, at late night. And then they also have um, Jimmy Fallon. So both of those shows, th- both of those shows are going to be moved up to in time in, in the time slot so you'll be able to see those earlier through the peacock service which i think is pretty neat now um now just going by that like i said this is something that like i said comcast is is doing and and they're now they're starting to you know kind of go along with the crowd pretty much because this is where everybody's going now i want to mention i don't have the article in front of me <laughs> But I want to talk a little bit about this service that I've seen. It was called Quibi. And I know I mentioned it in the episode before, but I kind of wanted to kind of wanted to go a little bit more in detail about Quibi. I think that um, I was kind of a rush to judgment on it, on it myself. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how how well it's going to do. Um, Quibi is um, Quibi is, is is founded. I want to say it's founded by. Um, Oh God! It, it's it's founded by two individuals that um, have their own. They have their 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 own. Um, they were from different companies um, that you know started uh, Quibi. Meg Whitman is is one of them. Is one of them, and I believe she was from. I want to say I can't remember exactly where Meg Whitman from. Either from eBay, she was the head of eBay or something like that from in the beginning, and uh, she's like the chief executive officer of eBay, I believe. And then there's Jeffrey Katzbeck, Katz Katzenberg. These two are are like they're they're, they're like co um, owners, but now they're the head of this service called Quib uh, called Quibi. Now, Quibi is um, it's launching in April, from what I understand. It says um, basically it's going to have curated entertainment, especially for this this type of streaming service. And I, I want to I, I don't know whether I want to call it a platform or a streaming service, but it sounds as though it's kind of like a streaming service where you get the name Quibi is is where they get the name from is Quick Bites. So Quick Bites of Kind of like it remind me of, uh, oh my goodness, uh, kind of like that that one the the um, I want to say the one uh, uh, thing called TikTok. 
I want to I'm thinking that it's almost like that in a way. Um, Quibi is a bunch of quick bites and big stories. They're, they're, they're kind of marketing ads. And basically, um, it gives you like movies or it gives you just different things that entertainment. And this is all what makes this unique is that this is all going to be on your phone. They're using the phone as your main screen because they figure people are people are actually um, actually going to be getting their content. Um, through a phone, um, mainly through a phone, and you're going to have that experience so where you can watch videos vertically or horizontally and or both. Basically, um, they do have uh, individuals who are uh, g- going to be like creating content for this um, service. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um Dwayne Johnson is going to be coming to Quibi. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. So he's going to be on all these different platforms anyway. It's kind of not a big surprise in my opinion. But yeah, you know, this is going to be uh, one of the things that that we're going to see. Um, just little short shows. And I think uh, news, I believe the news will be good for a platform like this. Um, Quibi is going to be a service that's going to be about like $5 a month. Um, and, and my question to you as, as a customer, even just like myself, who, if this is going to be something that you're going to want to want for, for you, like, is this something that you're interested in? You can right now currently go on their website and you can become like a, a insider, they call it. Um, that way you can kind of get the, the news as it comes forth and see whether or not this is something you want to, you want to do. Now, if you go to YouTube, I know that there is a, a YouTube channel where you can actually watch the Quibi, uh, presentation or keynote. Um, so yeah, d- definitely search for that. And that way you can understand a lot more. They have these th- different features called turnstile. They, they're calling it, um, just their own way. And, and I think there's their own attempt to come into this, this new streaming market and they want to be, um, so unique and so separate. I'm not sure exactly how, you know, and it also remind me of Instagram t- TV. So Instagram TV kind of has that same model where you're, you're getting videos from curators or, or creators that are using their channel to, to be like the screen that you watch. So there is a number of us that watch mainly YouTube videos. I myself, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. So I'm watching, I'm, I'm constantly in contact with or watching, uh, those that, that I watch on a daily almost. Um, like I said, Core Cutter News is a channel that I go to a lot to get my content, even when as I'm talking to you. And then there's times where I'm getting content from, from, uh, like a Nintendo news source or, or what have you. So again, I'm getting contact even, even from using, uh, things like YouTube. Now, Quibi though, I, I, like I said, I wanted to kind of, um, I wanted to kind of mention that because again, it's going to be another unique type of service that uh, we're going to be seeing coming up in April. And then also this, this uh, year in 2020, we are going to be getting the launch of HBO max, which is going to be another big service. And uh, HBO max is going to be um, 
a different price tier. I believe it's going to be a little bit higher, more than more than uh, Disney Plus. So, um, but they will be offering a whole lot more as well. And uh, when I find out more, I will find out more about um, uh, HBO Max as the time gets closer, and we'll be talking more about that. But until then, you know, what do you guys think about? All the stuff that I mentioned so far, you know, all the stuff when it comes to Comcast, when it comes to uh, core cutting and, and, and being able to watch the the uh, Super Bowl in 4K, you know, um, don't forget. Also, we have the, the Amazon Fire Stick, you know, go check that out. Go get it before at least before September 4th. I, I know that's when the uh, Super Bowl is coming. So, again, just, you know. Uh, I'll let you know as t- as uh, things come available and, and get more news. So until then, just stay tuned.